Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. This week we're talking about President Trump's visit to England, the anniversary of the D-Day landings, protests about the expansion of Heathrow Airport, a proposed new tax on unhealthy food, who might be the UK's new Prime Minister, how the UK is burning less coal, and J.K. Rowling's new books about magic. Hi, it's Rose here. This week, the President of the United States of America, Donald Trump, arrived in London. His trip from the 3rd to the 5th of June was a state visit, which is a formal visit by the head of a country to another country. And so whilst he was in England, he was the guest of Queen Elizabeth II. State visits are not very common, and this is only the third time an American president had made a state visit to the UK. During the 66 years the Queen has been on the throne, she has met 10 out of 12 serving US presidents. President Trump made a working visit to the UK last year, but this was his first state visit. The president travelled on his own plane called Air Force One, also his own helicopter called Marine One. He also brought with him his own car all the way from America. It's a limousine called the Beast, which is believed to weigh around four tons and is especially designed to protect the president if anyone ever tried to hurt him. With his wife Melania, he then visited Buckingham Palace and Westminster Abbey before joining a special state banquet with the royal family and political and business leaders. On Tuesday, the president travelled to Downing Street, where he held special talks with Theresa May during her last week as a prime minister. They talked about a range of issues, including a possible trade deal, which means how the UK and US will buy and sell from each other after Brexit, what can be done about climate change, and whether Huawei is really the threat some people think. He also met some of the candidates to be the new Prime Minister. On the final day of his visit, he joined the Queen in Portsmouth to remember the 75th anniversary of the D-Day landings, which is when armies from the UK, the US, Canada and France attacked German soldiers on the north coast of France. There were major protests around the country about President Trump's visit, as lots of people are unhappy with his policies and the kind of changes he is trying to make in America, with around 250,000 people taking part. That's a lot of people. Hello, this is Zara. This week was the 75th anniversary of the D-Day landings, which took place on the 6th of June 1944 during World War II. The landings were a very important moment during the war, as they marked the start of the campaign to free Europe from the Nazis. It was the biggest invasion by sea in history and took place after five years of war with Germany. So what happened on D-Day? Well, at the time, the Nazis had taken over nearly all of Europe, 
On D-Day, the Allied forces fighting the Nazis landed on the beaches of Normandy in France and started to break through German defences. The D in D-Day does not actually stand for anything. It is just a name that the military used when planning an event and when the military started planning details of the invasion, they did not know when it would take place. So in order to organise things like when the troops should leave England, they referred to it as D-Day. The attack began when Allied planes and warships bombard German soldiers along the coastline to make it easier for the troops to get ashore. At the same time, Allied planes dropped tens of thousands of Allied soldiers behind the German defences and they took control of important roads and bridges, making it hard for the Germans to get extra men to the areas where the Allied troops were landing. Thousands of ships had set out from the south coast of England to help. There were more than 6,000 vessels and they were also supported by 11,000 planes. At 6.30am on the 6th of June, the troops started to land on the beaches of Normandy in France. By the end of D-Day, the Allies had got 156,000 troops ashore despite challenging weather and fierce German defences and 2,500 Allied troops had died. D-Day was the beginning of the Allied liberation of Europe. The Allies established a strong position in France which allowed them to progress further and within 11 months, Nazi Germany was defeated and the war in Europe was over. This week, world leaders including Theresa May, Emmanuel Macron, the President of France and Donald Trump, the President of the USA and hundreds of veterans gathered in France to honour the sacrifice of those who died in the D-Day landings. Hi, it's Rose here. Last week, climate change protest group Extinction Rebellion said they were planning to carry out a peaceful protest at Heathrow Airport on the 18th of June in protest against government plans to build a third runway at the UK's biggest airport. Extinction Rebellion is expected to fly drones over the airport to disrupt air traffic and force the closure of the airport. They said that they wanted to create a pause in recognition of the genocidal impact of high carbon activities such as flying upon the natural world. Extinction Rebellion may also protest for up to a further 10 days from 1st July. Any such protest would likely cause major disruption for people using the airport to go on holiday over the summer. Last year, the UK government made it illegal to fly a drone within one kilometre of an airport, reflecting the seriousness of the danger to airplanes and passengers. Heathrow Airport and was originally called London Airport. It is two runways and is incredibly busy, with a plane landing at the airport roughly every minute. The government has been looking at ways to expand the airport for many years, and it has been very difficult to find a solution that works for everyone, as Heathrow is now in a very crowded part of the southeast of England. 
and there are many people living there who object to having a third runway built due to the impact of noise and pollution. Climate change groups such as Extinction Rebellion are also very worried about the effect on the environment of having even more planes taking off and landing. In March 2019, a high court judge decided that the expansion of Heathrow could go ahead. Despite pleas from local residents, London councils and environmental groups for it to be cancelled. The third runway is expected to cost between 15 and 20 billion pounds and may increase annual passenger numbers by up to 60%. If it does go ahead, building work is expected to start in 2021 and it will be open by 2028. Here's Hetty talking about how Britain is using less coal. For the first time ever, Great Britain went through two weeks without using coal. Coal is used to make electricity. We use electricity for lighting, cooking, air conditioning and to charge our electronic devices. There are different ways to make electricity. The most common way to make electricity is from coal. 40% of the world's electricity was made from coal in 2018. But coal is mined from the ground and one day it will run out. Coal can cause air pollution and climate change. Since 1880, Britain has been using coal to make its electricity. This is beginning to change and recently managed to use no coal for 18 days. This is because Great Britain is now making much more electricity from wind and solar energy. Wind and solar energy are known as renewable energy sources as they will never run out. In 2018, Britain generated 30% of its electricity from renewable energy sources and expects to generate much more renewable energy in the future. When it is sunny and windy, the turbine solar panels make lots of electricity, which means coal will not be needed as much anymore. Here's James talking about a proposed new tax on unhealthy food. Foods that are unhealthy for us might soon become expensive for people in the United Kingdom. This is because a tax, meaning an extra charge put on by the government, is being considered as a way to make people think harder before they buy food that is not good for them. The Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, has asked England's Chief Medical Officer, Professor Dame Sally Davis, to write a report with ideas on how to reduce the number of children who are obese. Professor Davis told the BBC News this week that she wanted parents to have good reasons to buy healthy food. We need to make sure that fresh fruit and vegetables are cheap, she said, adding that maybe this could be done by charging more for unhealthy food and then using the money to subsidise. That means make costs lower for fruit and vegetables. The food industry claims that taxes do not make people change their behaviour. But a tax on sugar bought in just over a year ago in the UK seems to be having some effect. Sugar taxes are having good results in five countries around the world. A sugar tax in Mexico, for example, has cut fizzy drink sales by 12% in its first year. That is why Professor Davis says she is seriously thinking about more taxes. 
Her report is due in September, an expert in nutrition, science and public health, plus people from the food and drink businesses are being asked to give their ideas as well. This is James reporting for News Kids. Hello, this is Dara. This week we have had some exciting news. J.K. Rowling has written four new books about the wizarding world. These books will not be stories about Harry Potter and his adventures, but will be a factual series about the subjects that Harry and his friends studied at Hogwarts. Each book is themed a subject on the Hogwarts curriculum. The books are going to be released as short e-books and some of them will be released at the end of June. I can't wait to read them. Here's Dave talking about the leadership race to be the UK's new Prime Minister. The race has begun for the leadership of the Conservative Party as Mrs Theresa May leaves 10 Downing Street. This leadership contest will determine who is the UK's Prime Minister. It is expected a new leader to be chosen by the end of July. Mrs May confirmed on Friday that she will continue as Prime Minister while the contest takes place. 11 candidates have so far confirmed that they wish to stand for the position. Tory MP have until the week starting 10th of June to put their name forward and any one of them can stand as long as they have the backing of two parliamentary colleagues. And 1 July, all party members will vote for a leader. The Conservative Party has 124,000 members as of March last year. The last leader to have been elected was David Cameron in 2005 as Theresa May had no opponent in 2016. It will be the first time members have directly elected a Prime Minister. Let me know what you think about our news stories. Goodbye from the news kids.